Can you hear me up there? Yes. The storm's getting worse. Oh, thank heavens you're a trained meteorologist. I'm still trying to wire the precipitation manipulator into the temple's optical data dish. It's a trickier job than I'd anticipated. 90 seconds to sky tear! Yes, I can see the sky from up here, you know. In fact, I'd argue I have a better view of it than you do. Do you still have that crystal? Yeah! Good! Plug it into the generator down there. We'll need the extra boost to power the precipitation manipulator. Actually, you know, I need to give this thing a better name. Having to say precipitation manipulator is a real time waster. I'm plugging in the crystal! What? I'm plugging in the crystal! What? I'm plugging... Never mind. Just... Ah! One of the lobsteroids is attacking! What? I said it's a lobsteroid! I, I can't hear you! Have you put that crystal in yet or what? It's got me with its claws! Minnie, at the risk of rushing you, if we don't get that crystal in place, we're finished. I'm working on it. What? She said she's working on it. But who's that? A lobsteroid. A what? A lobsteroid. I'm the lobsteroid. Is that a lobsteroid? Yes. yes. Don't let the lobsteroids near that thing. They're very pro-gods of fire and flame. I know. Well, then get rid of them. What do you think I'm doing? Swapping lemon slice recipes? I heard something about a lemon. The gods of fire and flame will devour you And now, something about flowers? I said that I'm caught on a fire and flame. No, it's no good. I can't hear you. You can't hear me, yeah, this whole setup, it's not ideal. Yeah, uh, you know, that's how it is. Anyway, is there any other gods on fire and flame? We're very much up to me! Dicey. We've seen dicier. Yes, but that's the closest we've come to being literally diced. Those lobsteroids have sharp claws, you know. But no digits, thankfully. Could wrap this whole thing up a lot sooner if we challenged them to a thumb war. Can you believe we just defeated the gods of fire and flame? Actual gods, Lou? They they weren't gods. They were multidimensional jewelivores pressing into end space from an anti-physical never realm. They weren't even interested in fire. They were all about electricity. The lobsteroids should have been a little more discerning when they named the bloody things. I think it's a great name. The gods of fire and flame. Ominous. Fire and flame are the same thing. It's like calling a swimming cap a hat of wet and moistness. They'll be back, you know. And that is 8,000% not our problem. Off we go. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What's the... uh Uh-oh. Did you forget to have a sentimental goodbye with a friendly villager? No. Did you check the flurry for Julevore egg sacs? Is that a concern? I think it ought to be. Well, it's not that. Did you go to the toilet before we left? Oh, God. Well, you didn't exactly give me a lot of time. You're always in a hurry to leave. It have to be, because otherwise you engage with the locals. You collect literature. 
Remember when we were on that version of Earth with that weird ball and stick sport? Hockey. And someone invited you to their birthday party? Llewellyn? And you said, oh, that sounds great. So we spend the rest of the day at a party I didn't want to be at. Llewellyn. Surrounded by people I didn't know. You know how unpleasant that is? Not to even have the escape of a friend? Llewellyn, I have to go basically now. Oh, God. Fine. I'll set us down somewhere. Planet of the Snapping Turtles. Yeah, be quick, will you? I'm not going out there. What, because of a few turtles? Because of what looks like an endless sea of turtles. Quick beaks, sharp beaks. Just, you know, step around them and look for a quiet spot. I am not making lemonade out there. Find somewhere else. This is as good a spot as any. I have a shy bladder. Would you go out there and pull your pants down? Let's find somewhere else. Maybe we'll get lucky and find a shopping mall or something. I can't use a public bathroom. Are you kidding me? What's wrong with a public bathroom? Have you met the public? We'll find the hub before we find a public bathroom that's clean. You're not expected to start a new life there, Meanie. Well, what if there's a line? You won't wait in line for the bathroom, but you will hop into an adjacent parallel universe. Actually, that does sound more reasonable. Go on, out you go. Wait! Wait, what? Wait, what? It's a jungle out there. Yes. Well, is it safe? Does it matter? It's a jungle. It's just like the woods, only with carnivorous flora. You see a human-sized Venus flytrap, just, you know, don't piss on it. What about snakes? Snakes. Yeah, or bears, or a panther. You're vetoing this as a suitable whiz location because it might be home to the cast of a Disney cartoon? Panthers have claws. Snakes have fangs. Bears have... Surprisingly good singing voices. Yes, fine. This thing's jumping so slowly. Yeah, I think the plasma manifold got hit by a neutron arc during the sky tear. Either that or we just got the air conditioning turned on again. Why don't jump ships have bathrooms? Ah, yes, that's what this incredibly small, incredibly cramped ship is missing. The ever-present smell of urine. This one any good? There's a volcano. Well, yeah. It's erupting. They are known to do that. I can't go to the bathroom while there's an active volcano. Yes, you can. No, I can't. Well, why not? There's lava! Yes, that's quite impressive. You know, most versions of Earth have about 1,500 volcanoes, and at any given moment, 20 are actively erupting. That means if we land next to a volcano, there's slightly less than a 12% chance of... Well, Lou, I've said this a few times already, but I have to go to the bathroom, and an active volcano isn't going to cut it. Just be quick, then. Could you go to the bathroom under that kind of pressure? (sighs) Some people are never satisfied. Oh, God, I really gotta go. Then distract yourself. With what? Why do Americans say they're going to the bathroom? What? Well, when Americans say they need to use the toilet, you don't say, I need the toilet. You say, I'm going to the bathroom. It's polite. Well, it's, it's, it's pointless. We can't say toilet. Why not? We all know what you're going to do when you get in there. The contents and purpose of that room are not particularly shrouded in mystery. Well, why do the English? Uh, I'm Welsh, but continue. Why do you feel the need to explicitly mention the toilet? We don't need that level of detail. It's not like you're going to go have a soak at the tub. Well, that's fair, but well, explain restroom to me. Where does that come from? I 
actually don't know that one. You actually don't know that one. Of course you don't. There isn't a single human being who has ever gone into a public laboratory in the history of human existence and thought to themselves, oh yes, this seems like a perfect place to rest. When they were designing Dungeons and Dragons, the creators did not bother to include rules to differentiate between a long and short piss. Can we please change the subject? Why? Oh, oh yeah, the, the distraction stuff. Um, uh, up. Oh, aha. Look at the console. It's showing an inventory of the fire extinguishers we have on board. Yes. Very exciting. It says two. Oh, does it? That's not right. Uh, one of us should probably update that. I can do that now, I guess. How many do we have? Uh, zero. Zero? Yes. A- as in none? That's another word for it, yes. What happened to our fire extinguishers? Well, we used one of them to fend off that three-headed alligator on that version of Earth where everything was Florida. Uh-huh. And I think the other one was... misplaced. What do you mean, misplaced? Well, I'm no expert, but to the best of my recollection, the use of the word misplaced would imply that we've lost it. We? Was I involved? Uh, you were... you were present, yeah. Was I awake? I don't see how that's relevant. How do you lose a fire extinguisher? Well, they're round, for a start. Round things roll. Aren't fire extinguishers usually, some might say famously, mounted to the wall for ease of access? You will then imagine my surprise when the flurry door opened and out rolled one of our two fire extinguishers. It just rolled right down the steps, off a cliff, and into a great ocean. A cliff? What cliff? When cliff? I don't know. know, Maybe a week ago? You were sound asleep. I needed the toilet. And we were parked at the top of this cliff and so I went and peed in the ocean. You peed in an ocean? I have to tell you, you have not felt relief until you have vented plasma off of a clifftop as the sun sets. And now we're back to pee. Have we landed yet? Uh, oh, sorry, no, I had my foot on the brake. No. No, no. no. Three times in a row. What are the odds? You sure you don't want to... No. Suit yourself. Where are we now? Looks like the middle of the Arctic, or possibly a version of Earth where my foster brother leaving the freezer door open has finally come back to bite him in the arse. Either way, I can't, uh, go here. Oh, God, no. No, Outdoor temperature is in the negative 70s, even if you found somewhere to sit. That's a mental picture in my head I would rather not have, thank you. Wait, why would I have to sit? I could squat. Leave your backside exposed to a polar bear attack? I wasn't concerned about polar bears. You were concerned about bears in the jungle? I mean, I wasn't concerned when compared to the idea of becoming a human slushy machine. Is this it? It is not. Damn it! Distract me. What? Why? So I don't have to think about needing to take the biggest piss of my adult life. Talk to me. Tell me something about yourself. You mentioned a stepbrother. Foster brother. I was in and out of foster care as a kid. I don't like to talk about it. But... I don't like to talk about it. Different topic, please. Was it a bad time? Different topic, please. 
All right. Um, how'd you end up in the lead service? Well, uh, naturally, I was headhunted by sinister agents, men in tight black uniforms from a secret shadowy division of the service who loved my ingenuity and wanted me to perform undercover missions for them while posing as a regular lead cadet. Wow. Really? No. I applied the same way everyone else did. And I failed my training a few times, you know that bit. Why, what made you sign up? My mom. Uh, Not that she made me sign up. I mean, she didn't force me or anything. She was a lead, too. My dad used to say she loved that job almost as much as she loved us. She, uh... She went missing. I I was, uh, I I don't know, two, uh, two or three at the time. I don't have a lot of memories of her. Just this... (laughs) I guess it's a vague memory of a smile. Yeah. No face, no detail. Just... just this smile. Anyway, becoming a lead was kind of a childhood dream of mine. I I guess, in a way, it it was my way of... being closer to her. Or maybe I'd always hoped I'd find a toilet! That's a toilet! I can see a toilet over there! We are in the middle of a desert, and that is not a toilet. It's a big porcelain bowl with a handle on the side. I will take what I can get. Notice you were being chased by a giant toilet for a moment there. Wasn't a toilet. Oh, was it not? That's a bit of a shock. Who could have predicted that? Me. Me, I, I predicted it. You, do you not have mimics in your universe? What? Mimics. Polymorphs. They change shape, disguise themselves as chairs and boxes and things and, you know, eat people. No, we don't have those. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. How would you know? Because people would go missing. So... There are no missing persons in your home universe. Obviously, we have missing people. People go missing all the time. Are you implying they're being eaten by mimics? I am suggesting it as a possibility. But we know! How? Someone would have seen one. Maybe they did. And maybe, immediately afterwards, they were eaten by a nearby mailbox. That's ridiculous. Says the woman who was just chased out of the desert by a giant toilet. There's no such thing as mimics! There was a kid in my class at school, Simon Dilkins. Every school has a Simon, I think. He used to make his own graph paper for maths classes. Never missed a day of school, never had a sick day, not even a fake one. Until one day, Dilkins doesn't show up. All very odd, but we figure, hey, maybe he's pulled a sickie. Maybe he's cashed in his chips from years, and I do mean years, of never missing a day of school to, you know, miss a day of school. A day passes, then two days, then four, a week, two weeks. He doesn't come in. Eventually, the school contacts social services, and they send someone round to investigate. They get to his house, and the door is unlocked. They open the door, step inside... And right there, in the living room, surrounded by the skeletons of Dilkin's entire family, was a segmented couch in a beautiful shade of olive green, using some of his homemade graph paper to wipe the last splatters of his grandmother off of its upholstery. That did not happen. There's no way. And then, 
much more recently, another friend of mine, in desperate need of a piss, found herself running away from a giant toilet. Well, (laughs) she thought it was a giant toilet. Wait, hang on. Did you just call me your friend? Oh, shut up. You did. (laughs) You did. You did call me your friend. I heard you. Another friend of mine. That's what you said. Friend of mine. No, 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 no. I, I, I was just, it was just narrative symmetry. I was talking about a friend from school and then... No, no. You never said that kid was your friend, but you did say I was. You, you can stop talking anytime. Oh, I know. So, as your friend, what would you say is my best quality? Your ability to immediately shut up when prompted. No, really. What is it about Thomas Meany that finally got under the skin of the emotionally unavailable Richard Lee? Waterfalls! River Rapids! A leaky tap! Damn it! You know what? Just park us! Park us? Park us! You've done it a couple of times now. Just sort of park us between realities. Oh, that. Why? I'm going to pee out the door. Oh, yes. Okay, well, I I can think of at least two reasons why that is arguably the single worst idea you've ever had. Can you share those with me after I've peed? You can't piss into the void, Meanie. Why? Does the void piss back? No, it... (sighs) Look, firstly, the space between realities is both infinitely large and infinitely small. If you pee out the door, chances are you'll just wind up peeing back into the flurry. So, yes, I guess you could say the void actually does piss back. Okay. Secondly, we actually can't open the door between realities. It'd break the quantum seal around the ship. Everything gets out, nothing gets in. It'd be like matter and antimatter colliding. Or putting pineapple on a pizza. Whoa, whoa, hold on. You don't like pineapple on pizza? I'm not particularly fond of it, no. Buddy, it's delicious. You know, the combination of the sweet and salty makes it so good, right? What is that the go-to for pro-pineapple-on-pizza people? As the rest of us don't understand how flavor combinations work. It's, it's not a new concept. We've all dunked our fries in our milkshakes before. Really? Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, that sounds awful. But it's delicious. You know, it's the combination of the sweet and salty that makes all it... All right, all right, you've made your point. But I still don't understand why people who don't like pineapple-on-pizza get so militant about it. Militant. It's a pizza topping. There are hundreds of things you can put on a pizza, but for some reason, pineapple is the topping people object to. You know, some places put figs on pizza or grapes. We were literally in a universe less than a week ago where they put sweet corn on pizza. Yeah, that was an odd one. So why get up in arms over pineapple? Why is that the hill people are willing to die on? Miss the idea of a public toilet not 10 to 15 minutes ago? I'm past the point of caring! Be right back! Oh my god, I feel so much better. You took your time. Yeah, I'm sure I did. For a start, they had paid restrooms. Oh, the fiends. And I ended up jumping a turnstile to get in. Oh, criminal. So naturally, I was chased by mall security. Naturally. Yeah, maybe someday I'll tell you about it. Uh, no, no, thank you. Well, I ended up leading them outside the mall to the rear of the building. They were smart, but I was smarter. I hid behind a large trash can and waited for them to pass. Cripping stuff. But as I began to make my way back to the flurry, I... Meanie. 
It may shock you to learn that I am not, in fact, the production officers for Star Trek The Next Generation. I genuinely do not know what that means. It means I am not interested in unsolicited stories. Oh, that's kind of an obscure reference. How many people are going to get that? Well, 50% of the people who heard me say it understood it and appreciated it, which is 100% more people than appreciated your story. You realize in this scenario you think I wasn't interested in my own story? Yeah. Do anything exciting while I was away? Uh, I bought a book. What's the book? It's a comic murder mystery. Looks like a novel to me. Comic as in funny, but you already knew that. Not saying much? Oh, you're not. Oh, good. That means I can read in peace. Not, um, not interested in talking anymore? Meaning the only people who can read and talk at the same time are recording the audiobook. Oh, um, I guess I'll go back to, uh, slipping through universes until we get back to the hub. Sure. What? You know, continue our conversation? What conversation? The conversation! The one we were having before I went out to use the bathroom! That wasn't a conversation. Yes, it was! We talked about volcanoes and pineapple on pizza and mimics. I'm still not sure those are real, by the way. Though they're real. We were interacting! We were bickering! Yeah, but we were engaged! We were not! It's just, I feel like I've learned more about you in the last, God, I really hope it's been 20 minutes, than I did the entire year we were at the Academy together. You opened up. I didn't. You told me about your foster brother. I mentioned my foster brother. You called me your friend. That categorically didn't happen, and if you tell anybody it did, I'll staple your ears to the exterior bulkhead. Are you scared of letting people in? I'm not scared of anything, with the possible and understandable exception of owls. Owls? They can rotate their head 270 degrees in either direction, and they swallow their prey whole. They are the single most terrifying animal in any universe. What? Scarier than grizzly bears? At least with a grizzly bear, you know what to expect. You know they're not coming in for a hug because they're really pleased to see you. Owls are lifted whole cloth from that scene in every sci-fi movie where the seemingly adorable creature reveals it's actually violent and hungry. It is the most rational fear anywhere in the known multiverse. Wow. Yeah. You're still letting me in. What? No, I'm not letting you in. Yes, you are. I wasn't letting you in. Well, what were you doing? Reading. Out loud. Not if I can help it.
What now? The jump drive wound down before we actually jumped to the next universe. You think it could have something to do with the plasma manifold? The what? You said the plasma manifold had been damaged earlier, so I thought- Oh, no, 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 I, I make that up. Jump ships don't have plasma manifolds. You can't keep plasma stable when you're breaking the speed of reality. I'll go out and check. Don't touch anything. Let me get a look at that book. Let's see what this book is about. I didn't expect to find a local yellow pages, so when I did, I kissed it passionately. Okay, Lou? To each their own, I guess. It was a bird. What? A bird. A bloody bird. It was just sort of sitting on top of the the, the thing, the, the back of the thing. I don't know the name of it. Not gonna make one up. Uh, the reversal of missus. Ooh, good stuff. Anyway, bird's gone now, so we can do this. Excellent work, Mr. Llewellyn. All right, calm down. This isn't Star Trek. Right, back to my book. Oh. Mm, I guess I'll get back to, uh, pressing the... the thing. would be something more interesting. <laughs> like a hijacker! Hey, hey, wouldn't it be funny if someone tried to hijack us? No. Okay, but go with me here. Imagine it. We open the door to head outside, and there's someone out there with a gun! And they say, give me your ship or I'll blow your brains out! And then you'd probably say something like, well, she doesn't have any brains, so it'd be a waste of a bullet. Mm-hmm. And then there'd be a struggle. We'd try to get the gun out of the hijacker's hands before jumping back onto the ship and onward to further adventures. Further adventures? You wouldn't describe our exploits as adventures? Meaning I would be more inclined to describe our exploits as a bounty of material for future therapy sessions. So what? What is this? We're just two strangers trapped in a big metal ball pinging around parallel universes like a... A pinball, I suppose? What are you blithering about? You'd prefer it if we just sat here in silence until we arrived somewhere interesting. Yes! Yes, that is, that is exactly what I would prefer. Then, fine. You can sit in silence on your own. What are you doing? Leaving. Oh, for pizza. You're not leaving. I am. I'm leaving and there's nothing you can do to stop me. Oh, yes. And how are you planning to get back to the hub? It's not like there's a wealth of dimension-jumping adventurers out there ready to offer you a ride. Yeah, well, there's hardly a surplus of those in here either. I'd have better luck sticking my thumb out and hitchhiking back to the hub than I would staying here and putting up with whatever the hell is wrong with you. There is nothing wrong with me. Isn't there? I wouldn't know. You don't talk to me. All that time in training, all that time sat next to each other in classes and aboard transport ships, and all the time we've spent in here, and everything I know about you came out of your mouth in the last 25 minutes. Nothing to say? Fine. The flurry's all yours. I'll walk the rest of the way. You'll walk the rest of the... It was a figure of speech. Oh, for... 
His name... His name was Ian. Who? My foster brother. Is that it? Well, it's a start, isn't it? It was two vowels and a consonant. Look, Meanie, I'm not an open book. Okay, beside the fact that nobody is entitled to know where I'm from or what I've been through, the fact is I've never had people stick around long enough to want to find out. But we're in the middle of the drylands in a universe where the sky is a frankly garish shade of purple and there's an ominous throbbing noise coming from across the horizon. If we stand here long enough, an adventure will break out around us and neither of us will learn whether or not I'm capable of becoming the sort of person who provides gripping backstory unprompted as a way of passing the time. I don't, I don't know if that's me. I, I have no idea if I'm capable of being that person. I know I'm not good with company, but I'm even worse alone. Look, just just come back to the flurry, okay? It, it's getting cold. You'll catch your death out here. We both will. I mean, I'd prefer it if neither of us did. All right. Let's head back. Can I borrow that book? Maybe when I've finished reading it. Hang on, I'm just going to go to the toilet behind that cactus. Are you kidding me? You have been listening to Jump Leads Episode 4, Relief, written by Ben Padden, featuring the voices of Ben Padden, Marissa Mizell, and Austin Lee Matthews. Editing and sound design by Ben Padden. The jump ship engine sound was created by Sean Lyle. The theme music is by Professor Shy Guy. Find out more about Professor Shy Guy at shyguy.website. The script editor was Mandy Okendo. This episode was directed by Austin Lee Matthews and produced by Dino Andrade, Mandy Okendo, and Ben Padden. If you have enjoyed the show, please consider leaving a positive review on Apple Podcasts and sharing the show on social media. You can also read the original webcomic at jumpleads.zone and support production of the show by going to patreon.com slash benpadden.